and welcome to Duality with me, your host, Akasha, Ashley, Ash. Um, yeah, so today's episode is on consistency and honoring our word. Why did I pick that topic for today? Well, <laughs> because I was contemplating yesterday if I was going to do this podcast today. And as I was tired and, you know, all these different reasons, all of these different uh, factors and differences from what I've been doing the podcast like and um, into what I'm doing it right now and giving myself all these different reasons to kind of like psych myself out. And... I remembered how important it is to honor my word. You know, I said I'm going to do this every Wednesday. And it's something I love to do. It's something that feels good when I do it. So what is the reason that I was feeling like I didn't want to do it? Like, did it have validity, you know? Because it's like, sometimes we get challenged. You know, almost guaranteed if you state something that it's going to be challenged to be like, oh, well, are you everything you say you are? Is your word, you know, do you honor your word when you speak it? And it's very important for me to honor my word as I speak it. Have I honored every word I've spoke? No, I've changed. I've grown. I've had different views and different spaces of what I believe to be needed as, you know, what it was. Like, for example, if I said, all right, well, every day I'm going to wake up and meditate. Honestly, that's something that is super important and super valid and something that's so useful. It's a great tool to wake up and meditate every day. But have I woken up late for work or have woken up and had to do something right away where I didn't give myself that opportunity to just meditate for a moment. No, well, yeah, I have. And in that space, it didn't feel good because I didn't honor my word. So can I still honor my word by factoring it in at some other point when it becomes accessible to me? Yes. And that's that kind of thing with when you're honoring your word, I believe it's really important to do it because you want to do it and not because you feel like you have to. And sometimes we can get into a controlling kind of space, you know, I know I can, where it's like I expect things to happen at a certain time. And when I expect things to happen at a certain time, I can't, you know, continue to expect that every single situation and every factor is going to always align with that. There's always going to be an opposition. There's always going to be a is something else, whether it's of your own making, which usually is the root base of all things, or um, outside factors sometimes that could come into play where you have to be there for someone or do something else. But I think that honoring your word most importantly comes in the in the way of like doing what it is that you set out to do and kind of releasing control on when and how that's going to look like. 
And that's the best place to be with honoring anything, you know, is like to not have a specific expectation of how and why it's going to be a certain way and to just accept that, you know, you can make that happen and you can do it. So with that being said, you know, honoring your word is one thing and then being consistent, you know, being consistent feels good because when you're consistent, you're like, oh, wow, like I did that. Like, you know, I've done something reoccurring for myself that I set out to do. And it's like a, it's like a reward system for yourself. Like, you know, like I, and, and it helps you to build upon that. So if I can do something, for example, every Wednesday at 1030, um, or even say I couldn't do it at 1030, you know, but I could do it on a Wednesday it's still honoring what it is that I set out to do, right? And that consistency, that relevance, that I'm making time and space for something for me and for the collective or what's being asked for me and as we all do in our lives. So whatever it is, the, the most important thing that I find to maintain consistency is to have compassion for yourself. Because in the process of becoming a consistent person, you're going to be inconsistent. Like, it's just what happens. Like, you can't just, like jump into a pool and expect to be a world-class like swimmer if like you don't know how to swim yet so it's about like showing yourself compassion in that growth period of knowing like and not giving up most importantly not giving up even at the times that you might not feel consistent or you might not feel you honored your word but like going back and honoring it like it you don't have to completely abandon a mission or abandon your word if you didn't have the opportunity to honor it in a moment you know instead like just finding grounding finding footing and honoring it as much as you possibly can like even just waking up and like brushing your teeth and washing your face and like taking a shower and like doing these routines like these rituals that we might not look at or classify as rituals they are rituals because we're doing we're doing them consistently and they're habits and it's sometimes we might not feel so good and there's so many things that are going on in the world there's so many things that are going on in our own personal lives like collectively and globally that we can feel like oh my God, I don't even know if I could do this. Like, I don't know if I can even, I don't want to move. Like, we feel stunted or we can feel like, you know, get in our own way. And you should be proud of yourself and honor yourself for even getting up and doing those things that you said you had to do. You had to go to the supermarket and you, you thought you would do it in the morning, but you still got up and you still did it, even if it was at 11.55. You know, like you still, you still did it before the day was up. And, you know... Or, or and that was the closest time that you could do it and the same thing applies like even if it was the next day and just having that compassion for it to um the surrender you know the surrender to the control of how and when things should pan out and how they should look and that's something that I've been really working on and something that I've been really sitting with uh and and deepening because it's like at times, I personally, in my journey, will think like, oh, you know, like, I, I'm surrendering. Like, I've surrendered, I'm surrendering. I, you know, I give it to spirit, I, I give it to God, I give it to, you know, 
and and I also work on it, but I, I I give it the space. And sometimes I realize that even in saying that or in doing that, like I didn't actually give it the space that I thought I was giving it. And in uh, whether conscious or subconscious, I was still <laughs> in one way or another finding a way to be a little bit controlling of it. And what where does control come in? Like, what what makes us controlling? Like, quote-unquote controlling. And it's fear of something not happening, you know, or fear of getting hurt, or fear of something. Like, control is fear of something because control, we, can't, we don't control anything besides our reactions. We don't control anything besides our reactions. The only thing that we do have control over is our reactions. So, or reactions to things. Like, and if you want to control something, we can control our emotions, control our mental state, control our physical, control these different things in a healthy way by not really controlling it, not look like re- rewriting what control can look like, but more of like working with, giving time, giving presence, giving awareness to these specific things. And when we do that, that's where like, everything really happens is when we give the honor and the the respect and the reverence to if we do everything we can do on the inside right then wouldn't everything on the outside also do everything it could do to make something possible so if I have a project and I'm working on it and I'm doing everything I can do to support this project then I'm giving the universe the opportunity to create just the, like to match my energy. So if I'm putting my heart and soul into something, now the universe can match that and be like, oh, well, here, boom, here's the support that you are giving yourself. If I'm supporting myself, then the universe can also support me and there's room to support that. And control controlling how we react is the hardest but a greatest lesson absolutely and you know thank you for your feedback and for you know being on this live here with me and um yeah it's it's a very difficult lesson you know we we think that uh you know if we control certain situations that we can um kind of favor the outcome of what we want and um then we realize, like, we we can't play God. Like, we don't have the ability to do that. And it's, like, not that we don't have the ability, but more or less, like, if you want what's genuinely for you, like, if you want the truth, if you want something in its purest state, you can't try to control it. Because if you try to control it, then you're playing God, then you're the one who's, you're, you're, you're trying to control something outside of you. So when you're trying to control something outside of you, that's where things can get hairy. That's when things can get a little uh, off balance because when, when we just trust and we believe in what it is that we're doing is for us, for the betterment of us, for the betterment of the collective, and for anyone involved, that is where like the beauty happens in the blessings and the and the matching of the energy like when we are going into things and we're like well i want to do it and i need to do it and it needs to happen now 
we're not factoring in like how that's going to affect the other person in that moment and it's not that we are malicious or ill-intended but we just might not be cognizant of that um interaction you know and once you become present of it it's it's good to just like step back and be like all right well why was i so fixated on this one thing what am I avoiding within myself? Because if we're trying to control other things outside of us, it's usually coming from a space of, of self-avoidance, you know, and things of that sort where we're kind of leading out, not leading out, but rather like we're looking outside of ourselves. Once again, like everything that we need is within ourselves. So, you know, that one person or that one event or that one situation or that one interaction like isn't something that we need to put all of our time and space into. Instead, we can put all of our time and space and, and control or healthy working with rather um, into ourselves, into building that consistency, to building that um, honoring of our word. Like only, like trying to only speak, not trying, just only speak what it is that you truly feel you can commit to. If you don't feel like you commit to something, then maybe don't speak on it at that moment, you know? And but isn't that life creating what you want with an exterior, with a blank canvas? Yeah, absolutely. It's like you're co-creating. Like we're, archi we're architects of our own reality. You know, we're alchemists of our own reality. So whatever it is that we want, we can attract. Like like attracts like. So it's if we're working to be an integral honorable person that does things from our heart and does things to align with ourself and our purpose in a good way like we're gonna attract people like that you know if we're evading ourselves and we're evading like avoiding the things and the work that we've been set out to do we're going to also attract people that do that and it doesn't make them bad people but if that's not the vibration or if that's not the space that you want to be in then you don't want to attune to that. Like, you want to just stay focused and stay the course of what it is that you're setting out to do. Like, you, to know your end goal and to have your end goal, whether it's short-term or long-term, be intertwined with some facet of your purpose. Like, something that's, like, why you're here. You know, what is it? that you've been placed on this earth at this time in 2020, being whatever age you are, wherever you're located, doing whatever it is that you're doing, like what, what does that mean to you? And if that's too overwhelming of a question, then going back and being like, well, what do I feel like I wanna do right now? Well, what do I feel like I wanna do? Like what feels good for me? And not that temporary good, like that that nourishing good like what feels good for me right now like you know putting some do I feel like I want to put some fruits in my body right now or do I feel like I want this you know fast food because it's convenient or because I've you know I feel like that's the only thing accessible and it's it's a mindset it's the same thing with finances it's the same thing with everything like it's just it's a mindset like if you go into something and you're like I'm poor I am struggling this is and you accept that once you accept that then you're accepting that like accept that let me rephrase that once you accept that to be your reality without 
keeping, like being open to it changing, then we are operating on that vibration and are going to continue to be around people that are also in that mindset. So it's harder to get out of it, you know? Um, and it's not to like disassociate, like obviously if you're having financial issues, not to be like, I'm so wealthy. Like, it's like, no, you're not, you don't have to lie to yourself, you know, but also being like, well, you know what? In another way, I am wealthy in knowledge, right? Like, I am abundant in love because I'm a being of love. Like, I have these capacities, the capacity to attract abundance. Let me focus on that. What you focus on grows. So if you're focusing on something, good or bad, that's going to grow. So what do you want to tend to? What garden are you tending to? The the one that is, you know, thriving and that you you planted seed and, and you and you started from the ground up and that you're nourishing and and really like putting all your focus into that to create your harvest or are you tending someone else's garden because they've neglected it? And you took it upon yourself to, or was requested to, you know, tend something else that isn't of you, you know? And if you were asked, then if you agreed to that, you know, maybe rethinking why you agreed to something like that as well. And that applies to everything. Like, if you feel like you said a word, like your word, you put your word on something, but you sit with it and it doesn't feel right, and you reevaluate it, communicate with the person in which you express that word to because you are, it doesn't make you unintegral for not honoring, for not honoring that to the end. It makes you unintegral for not speaking on something as it comes up. Like if you genuinely don't want to do something, but you're doing it because you feel like you have to, that vibration is felt and it's actually enabling for yourself in you're uh, not speaking up, not speaking your truth. And for other people, whether they realize it or not, if they're draining or de- being codependent or doing other things that um, may not be to their optimal, you know, growth capacity. So it's just about honoring that, you know, as it comes and just whenever it is that you feel something, talking with yourself about it first and foremost is the most important thing to really just like, okay, this is how I'm feeling about this. You know, this is what, this is what this situation makes me feel like. Okay, does it involve someone else? Okay, do I feel like I need to express it with them? Okay, is it the time to express it with them? Okay, let me see and make it accessible if they want to speak on this topic too. And then also being open to the fact that the other person might not be able to or receptive to speaking to you at that time that you want to or the way that it looks like. And what you can do in other ways when that situation arises is like journal, you know, write it down, talk to the universe about it, plant it into the ground, light it on fire, do whatever feels good for you, but get it out of you, you know, communicate, do a vlog, like whatever it is above voice record, whatever it is that is your medium that feels good for you, pursue that because you don't need to sit and harbor that either. You don't sit and need to like resent yourself for either for not getting to fully express the way you thought you needed to and taking accountability that you know what 
maybe that's not what they need. Maybe that's what I need, but maybe that's not what they need. And do I need that? If, if that's not what they need, do I actually need that? Or is that coming from a space of control? Because I feel like it could be rooted in many things. You know, it could. It, I feel a fear of something. For me, there was a, a, as recent as yesterday, I try to keep, I don't try, I do. I keep my podcast as relevant as possible. You know, and you'll hear me on here. I correct myself. To, I speak the same way I speak in person. Neurolinguistics. If I find myself saying trying, I, I'm going to correct it to do. If I find myself saying something in negative connotation, I'm going to correct it to a positive or it's going to transition or transmute into a positive because that is the energy that I'm giving out in my own life and in the energy that I'm trying to continue, not trying to, doing, right? So... It's relevant to me in the sense of why I picked this topic because, like I said, I didn't feel like I wanted to do the podcast today. And um, I also had a situation, uh, an opportunity to evaluate myself yesterday where I felt an urgency to say something to somebody. And and when I reached out and it wasn't reciprocated, it like it bothered me and I'm like why can't I what, what like why am I not being able to express my truth why can't I speak and utilize my voice and it hurt me like it hurt my heart I'm like I just want to communicate something from the heart that's genuine for me like a, a self-realization and express that with a person that I think that um that it involves and when that's when that situation didn't go as I had thought it could I had the opportunity to ask myself, well, why do I feel the urgency to say it right now? And if it's not, if the accessibility is not being granted for me to say it right now, what does that mean for me? And for me in this particular situation, I had to reevaluate what was leading it. Was it urgency? Was it excitement? Was it fear? And it was a little bit of all of those things because in this particular situation, it was like, I have a fear of not telling everybody something because I've had certain circumstances happen where I didn't get to share or express the way I felt about something or someone and uh, they had passed away. And that trauma led me to, you know, uh, subconsciously develop a behavior where if I I would have to express everything or I would at a time that I've also integrated with, like I used to pick up the phone every time someone would call out of fear if I missed a phone call that I could have helped or saved someone or changed an outcome. And um, these were traumas that I've been sitting with for, for a while now, you know, and integrating and learning from. And, you know, I'm a human being. I have my way of integrating and processing as well and I will never lead on that I'm not or I'm done healing because I provide a platform to also help others you know remind them of how they can heal themselves you know and I because I'm doing it I'm doing the same thing like if I'm doing something or teaching something or speaking on something like I very well should be versed in it and for me it's first it's it's experience you know and I had a experience, like I said, yesterday where I felt like, you know, now reflecting back, I see the way the urgency and the fear um, manifested in being controlling, although it wasn't my intention. And I give myself compassion for that. 
I give myself compassion for that. And now recalibrating that energy and refocusing it back onto myself and my healing and creating that consistency where anytime I feel like such a strong urge, which I've, I've expressed before on this podcast, if you feel such a strong attraction or repulsion and it's so strong, like really pay attention to that because it's saying something to you. If you're triggered in a good way or a bad way, like there is... If you feel like I'm like a, for lack of better words, mania in the sense of like, I have this urgency, whether it's to like dub something or to like pursue something, it's it, it could be coming from a, a need, a, like a need and a need can never be fulfilled by anybody but yourself. A need will only be fulfilled by you. So if you are putting the weight of a need and this urgent, right, like it say it's um. You know, in that case, it was an, an, an urgent, like, need to, like, uh, speak, right? That urgency was coming from a trauma that I need to sit with and, and reevaluate, especially at this time of the year. And if I, if it, and at another point, like, if there's, like, a repulsion, like, oh, like, I don't want to speak. I don't want to do that. I don't want to look at that. I don't want to see that, like, on, on that end, on that spectrum, what am I avoiding if I was seeing that? And it that doesn't mean that if, you know, a person reaches out to you and they're like, oh, I need to speak to you, that you need to speak to them. doesn't mean that. But if you feel such a repulsion to something as well as the person who feels such like a, a yearning, you also need to see what it is that you're evading within yourself. And that doesn't have to involve that person at all. But do take the time to sit with yourself. Do take the time to see why is it that I'm just trying to block that off? Why? Like, it's like cancel culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, when cancel culture, it's like, oh, like, done. You're done. You know, there is no time or space for me to explain this. I have no room. I have no time. I have nothing for this. Why are you so, like, advert to it? Why you know, and that's not for you to have to explain to anybody but yourself. Like, there's a reason. There's a trigger that's happening. Maybe it's a behavior that you've done before. Maybe it's shining light on a shadow that you know you or subconscious behavior that you have had to sit with or work with. And when you see it, it gets you mad because it reminds you of you, say, as a teenager, or say, in a toxic relationship, or say, in a codependent friendship, whatever it is, whatever the trigger can lead down to, the root cause. So pay attention to the things that we feel super strong about. Like, whether, like I said, it's really like, oh my God, I need this, or oh my God, I don't need this at all. Like, Pay attention to it and talk with yourself about it. Consult with yourself about it because that's where you will find the answers. That's where it will provide the space for you to heal from it, you know, or heal in general or learn more about you. You know, treat yourself like the person that you love, like, like or, or, or have interest in. You know, where you want to, like, Google search or look at all this stuff about something or someone. Something that's you're like, oh, my God, I want to learn everything about this topic or this person or this thing. Treat yourself like that. And how do you find all the answers? Self-inquiry. You know, it's taking the time to sit with yourself and meditate. And meditate doesn't have to look like, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm oming, and my back has to be perfectly straight, and I have to take a half hour, and I have to do it for an hour. I have to do these things. Like, it doesn't have to look like that meditation could literally just be like it can look like that too like I mean, i'm not trying to discredit that way that way is very important and needed 
But what I'm trying to encourage is that it can look different. And how it could look different is literally giving yourself space to communicate with yourself as if a person was coming to you to vent. You know, at the same time that you took to listen to this podcast, right? Or a person that came to you to vent that's like, hey, like, do you have space? Like, I would like to talk to you about something. The same way you listen and inquire or give feedback in other ways, whatever the case is, however you interact uh, communicatively, do that with yourself. Like, really do that with yourself. Treat yourself. Maybe you want to put a video on so you can look at yourself while you're talking. That helps me sometimes where I could put on a video and I'm like, oh, wow, like we're talking here, you know, and taking that moment to like do that, whether you record it or not, just put your video on and just like look at yourself, put your camera on and look at yourself and be like, how are you really feeling? Hmm? Like what's really going on? Because there's something happening. So what is it? Or you could be nicer. <laughs> like I, that was kind of pressing, right? Like that was like I was like really pressing on myself. But I have to be that way with me. If I'm like too coddly with myself, then I'll be like, no, oh, I'm good, you know. But you can even see it within yourself, within your eyes. Like when you say like I'm good, when you're not good, you see the disassociation. You see the glance of otherness. The the lie, unfortunately, the the not the lack of, of, of truth or authenticity within that moment. And when you feel that and when you notice that, don't beat yourself up like, well, you're lying. Well, you're inauthentic. Well, whatever the case is, like, just take that moment, look at yourself, have compassion, show yourself love, and get consistent with communicating with yourself. Get consistent with only speaking what it is that you're ready to commit to whether it's for yourself or for others get consistent with really saying what you mean and meaning what you say and if you don't feel ready to make commitments don't say them don't speak on them you don't have to so whatever feels the best for you or feels good for you in that way honor that and pay attention to the transitions of what it can do for you because just being honest with yourself and providing a platform to be consistent, to providing a platform to be truthful and to be integral, leaves space for you to accomplish everything that you set out to do, no matter what category or what it is. This is the foundational basis of how we thrive as human beings. This is the foundational basis of how we can satisfy our own human needs, how we, our, our emotional needs, our spiritual needs, our, our physical, our mental. It all comes with consistency. It all comes with, because once you're consistent with something, you notice when something's off. When you're consistently in your own energy, you realize when something's not your energy. When you're out somewhere, you're like, ah, that's not mine. I don't need to take that. That's, that's not mine. I don't need to take that with me when I leave. I'm going to wipe my feet. When I get to this, this doormat before I enter my house and just wipe my body off and I'm going to walk in and I'm not going to take that with me because it's not mine. But if you're not inquiring, if you're not being consistent with yourself, you can't be consistent with anyone else. And that applies to everything. That applies to relationships, friendships, family members, dynamics, anything, work. 
you can't be consistent with yourself. You cannot provide what you don't have. You can't pour from an empty cup. If your well of consistency is empty, then you're not going to be consistent, and then you're going to beat yourself up about it. But how do you fix it? You have compassion, and you go to yourself first. You can't expect to be consistent in a relationship or even inquire or want to have a relationship if you're not being consistent in your relationship. Let me rephrase that. You can but is it going to be optimal? Is it going to be healthy? Is it going to benefit your life in all different ways, shapes, and forms? Like, maybe in the moment. You know, maybe in the moment to what you feel it could. And that really depends on your outlook. That really depends on where you're at. But if you really ask yourself when you're feeling that otherness, you know what's real. No matter what state you're at, no matter what's going on, no matter how much illusion, delusion is surrounding you, you feel what's real. So don't settle just because it's comfortable. Don't ever settle because it's comfortable. Be bold. Seek the truth. Seek within yourself. The integral route is a longer one, but it's, um, it's eternal. It's like, it's not fleeting, you know? It, uh... It's long-lasting. The longevity of it is as long as you are doing that. You know, when we do things for temporary feelings or to avoid feelings, like, it's it's fleeting. And it won't last. And that happens with success, with finances. That happens with romance. That happens with friendships. That happens with everything, really. Like, if, if it's just fit, fitting in the moment, um... When you start to allow yourself to grow, it's it's not going to fit anymore. So, yeah. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for being with me throughout this uh, journey and um, for tuning in and the lives and if anyone listens to the podcast after. Thank you for that. And I hope you have a great day and I hope you're compassionate with yourself and allow yourself to provide some kind of consistency so that you can build because that's how you build great things. You build great things off consistency, determination, discipline. Discipline. Self-discipline is the best gift you could ever give yourself that no one else could give you. Thank you. And I'll see you next week.